Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, noble home ec teachers, fan service Gyaru main characters, cooking clubs, tight clothes, etchy situations, and new news. Listener discretion is advised. Spark and Mong Review, episode 367, Gal Gohan. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Review, some podcasts and reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hey guys, hope you've been doing good, hope you've been chilled and relaxed. I have been pretty relaxed and chilled. We just released a couple of new episodes, including that one, that only, the new installment of the Bonathon, where we talk about Never Say Never Again, starring Sean Connery, where he returned in the unofficial James Bond sequel. We also released a minor episode involving the Muppets, if you check that out, where a friend of the podcast, Doug, myself, and Greta talk about our best and favorite Muppet movies of all time. It's kind of fun, kind of relaxed, kind of chill. There was also a podcast that was reviewed for May 4th, because May the 4th be with you, but due to some errors with the technology, I was unable to release it. Just don't worry, nothing bad happened, it was just some stuff happened. But, I digress. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives. Now, what the fuck does that mean? Well, every episode we talk about one or two geeky titles. Since this is the manga review, obviously we talk about manga. And I tell you the pros and cons about it. How the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You have to agree with anything that I and my co-host say, but we try to be educational, exciting, enlightening, and most importantly, entertaining. You can find any of our earlier episodes at www.sparker.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, and various other social media sites. Just type in Spyrokin. I guarantee you'll find us one way or another. We're also on uh, iTunes and Apple Podcasts, by the way. Can't forget that. And if you have any questions or comments or concerns or want to recommend any manga you want me to review, you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at Spyrokin.com. That's S-P-I-R-A-K-N. Cool. So now that that is out of the way, let's get to it, shall we? Because it's been a crazy week, and we got a lot of news to cover this week. Well, not really a lot, but there's some momentous things going on. One that really makes me geek out. So, first big bit of news is on June 14th, Maya Sakai is launching a new manga entitled Hello Innocence. What is it about? We don't know, but Maya Sakai does a good job with her manga, so um, I think it's going to be good. Also on June 20th, so Cute It Hurts manga creator uh, Go Ikeyamada is launching a new manga that doesn't have a title right now, but I've heard good things about So Cute It Hurts, so I'm going to wait and see. Now, one release which is intriguing but odd is the manga creator for Dien Bien Pho, uh, the manga's name is Daisuke Nishijima, launched this week a new online serialization that he titled Corona Kun no Suyoku, or Corona-kun's Recollections. Now, this is a post-apocalyptic manga essay that's on Quick Japan's online media service, QJWeb. And it follows Corona-kun, an anthropomorphic version of COVID-19, and it's set in a world where humanity failed to contain the virus and all life and culture perished. And Corona-kun looks back on history and asks what humanity could have done different to survive while making amusing observations it's a weird anecdote but uh, i 
kind of intrigued and kind of horrified at the same time. I may check it out. I don't know. Now, the other release that happened that was majorly exciting for me was that J Novel Club released Hitchhiker's Guide to the Isekai, a compilation of isekai light novel writers came together to create an anthology series about what they would do if they went to an isekai world. Uh, there are six stories, six mangaka, or light novel writers, and um, hearing mixed on it, I'm going to read it, review it, and check it out. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Some other news. Kodansha Comics has licensed five new manga for digital debut in June. You have Stella Witch LIP Star uh, Q by Hana... Kagami and Kotoko Ichi. This is about a how to pronounce this weird, insane series. Um, it's about a girl named Miku, who's a regular girl who's obsessed with her idol from her a special group called MAG. And then when she misses the concert, she gets help from a witch, and so the witch turns her into a witch too. And now life is different and unusual and strange. So it's kind of a magical girl. Situation and also kind of a magic deal gone wrong. So you have that. You have Hop Step Sing by Rei Kodama and Yui Asube. And this is about a young girl who loves to sing but hates to perform. And then she ends up becoming a VR idol. Because, right. You have Men's Life, Her Secret Life in the Dormitory by Ayu Watanabe. And this is about a girl who loves radio, and she's herself in private, and she's totally unlike her twin brother, Yuta, who's an extrovert, and he's awesome, and he's also a volleyball player. And what happens is that uh, Yuta decides to study abroad to Australia, but he tells his sister Mio, our main character, to pretend to be him and go to the school that he's currently enrolled in. So now, Mio is now having to play volleyball and live in the men's dorm without anyone finding out that she is an imposter this could either be hysterical or it could be horrifying it seems very similar to an old 80s movie so i don't know might be good we'd have to wait and see uh you have abe kun's got me now or abe kun ni nerewera temas by aki iwai and this one is about a girl who doesn't care about the local popular boy who's the karate champ and he's a giant uncouth jerk face, but when he protects her, she decides she's going to help him heal. But then he, as she's healing, he confesses his love for her. They've always loved her, and now she's like what he wants to win. So he's going to try to win her affection while she's saying, no, I'm not interested in you. So kind of weird. A little bit romantic, a little, little unusual. Uh, last one we've got is going to be Bokura ga ai wo sekibu toki or When We Shout for Love by Yuka Kitagawa and this is about a girl who has two true loves in her life being wrapped up in her futon and listening to her favorite girl idol group KBF47 that isn't a parody if I hear one and so one day she hears the school's infamous lone wolf also singing their songs and they get a friendship because their love for this insane band it's a charming tale of youth friendship and the power of shared fandom so i don't know that could be pretty that's a pretty they're all very whimsical and romantic and i like that also kodansha released that they have acquired two classic mangas uh they're going to be releasing clover and they're going to be releasing chobits so 
These are coming out in the Kodanja Classics line, so I'm kind of excited for those because they're both excellent, excellent mangas. But I'm pretty sure they're going to be released digitally. So that's the news there. Now, no, um, a little bit of a more depressing set of news. Uh, Nora to Zazo, the manga creator, Kego Shinzo, revealed that he is undergoing treatment for lymphoma and is going to be going on hiatus for a bit. Well, hopefully uh, Kego-san gets better from this treatment, and hopefully it's not a, well, let's just say best wishes for him during this time. Now let's get to the news that's just making me super excited. So, Comicology announced that it and Kodansha Comics have released volumes 12 through 22 of Todashi Agi and Shu Okamoto's Drops of God or Kami no Shizuku, the manga, in English. I am so excited for this because when Vertical released the first four volumes, I was kind of like, oh, this is a good series, it's a great series, it's an amazing series, but then that's it. They did the first four volumes, and then they released The New World, which is like volume 29. So the fact that we're getting the actual middle part is really cool. Now, these are available digitally as part of the Comicology Originals line of content at no additional cost for Amazon Prime members via Prime Reading. And you can also purchase it through Comicology. And holy smokes, I'm like super excited for this because they released this series in 2011 as part of Vertical Inc.'s release in manga and it ended really spraggy like I explained. So the manga actually ended in 2014 with the 44th uh, volume coming out in 2015 as I think the last volume is called Marriage, The Drops of God Final Arc. But I'm intrigued to see how it ended. So this is really a cool thing because I've been waiting to read more of this. This is one of those series that I would actually totally buy the rest of. So if you're listening, Kodansha, release this legitimately and you will get money. I guarantee it because this is a big series that has actually affected the real world. People who read Drops of God actually buy real wine because of this. So geeking out about that. So our our last bit of news for today is something for those of you who want to write manga. So, Akira Toriyama, Ichiro Oda, Takehiko Inoue, Kohai Horikoshi, Kazui Koto are all judging a new English manga contest. And this is the Tezuka manga contest or the Tezuka show. It's one of the regular contests Shuisha and Weekly Shonen Jump hold each year to look for new talent for shonen manga. Obviously, since it's the Tezuka manga, it's named after Osamu Tezuka. Now, this has been going on since 1971, and there are two contests a year. And it is pretty prestigious. They are looking for entries in English, Spanish, Chinese, Simplified and Traditional, and Korean. So, if you are someone who has an idea for a manga, a good manga, and you have great art skills, or even if you don't, try it just to, you know, don't say can't do it. Submit it if you want. Because the grand prize, first prize, you get published in either the digital or print versions of Weekly Shonen Jump. And you're invited to an award ceremony in Japan, and you'll receive 2 million yen, about uh, like 18,000, 18.5 dollars US. I know it's more than that, sorry my math's kind of... The second prize winner is published in either the digital or print version of Weekly Shonen Jump, is invited to the ceremony, and will receive $9.3,000. Not bad. And if you're an honorary mention winner, you get 
4500 thousand yen and you're invited to the ceremony in tokyo so this is kind of cool so if you want to become a mangaka go for it if you'd like more information or learn how to submit it go to the weekly shonen jump or shuisha website in english so the website officially is uh medibang.com forward slash contest forward slash jump tezuka 100th or jump i'll put the show i'll put this in the link but if you go to this contest you can win a lot of money it's pretty cool the submissions are well wow it's pretty awesome because you just draw your manga submit it and then that's it so good luck to everyone who does try and if you do win just kind of give me a shout out somewhere like pimp out this podcast a little bit that'd be kind of cool to do for me anyway so let's get back to the other part of the news yeah well actually the news is done so hope that was informative and cool and now we're going to get to our manga releases for the week and i think most of these are digital but i'll check out see if you can buy them via amazon or some other website and so here's the releases we have Oharu X Machine Gun, Volume 17, the manga. Daytime Shooting Star, Volume 6. Demon Slayer, Kimitsu no Yaiba, Volume 12. Also, fun fact, the last chapter comes out next week for Demon Slayer. So how's it all going to end? Well, I'm excited to find out, and I'm going to be talking about that in the next episode when I read it. Uh, Dr. Stone, Volume 11, the manga is coming out. Eclair Blanche, the manga. Haikyuu, Volume 38. How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, Volume 3. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, Volume 5. Kaguya-sama Love is War, Volume 14, the manga. LDK, Volume 15. Love Me, Love Me Not, Volume 2. Miri Kalago, Volume 14. My Hero Academia Smash, Volume 4. My Senpai is Annoying, Volume 1. Our Last Crusade or the Rise of a New World, Volume 2, the manga. Saki the Succumbus Hungers Tonight, Volume 2. Shortcake Cake Volume 8. Oh, the final volume of Skullface Bookseller Hundasan Volume 4 is coming out. Well, came out already. Uh, the next one I am actually interested in The Alchemist Who Survived Now Dreams of a Quiet City Life Volume 2, the manga. The Daily Lives of High School Boys the, Volume 1, the manga. To Your Eternity Volume 12. Twin Star Exorcist Volume 18. Welcome to Succumbus High School Volume 1. Yokai Girls Volume 10, and finally, Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs Volume 9. So, for me personally, as usual, what I'm interested in right now are The Daily Lives of High School Boys, The Alchemist Who Survived Now Dreams of a Quiet City Life Volume 2, Bookface Honda-san Volume 4, uh, My Hero Academia Smash, How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Live Volume 3, Kaguya-sama, JoJo's, and Dr. Stone. And Demon Slayer. So there's a lot this week. What are you guys interested in? Let me know. Comment at Spirekin on Twitter with what manga you are reading or what you are interested in purchasing or you want to check out. Let me know which one do you think should not be released. Right now it's a pretty solid week and I don't see anything that I'd be like blah with. So I guess I should just get on with it, shall we? Because we've been talking a lot of stuff but haven't gotten to the actual reason why I do this podcast. So let's do it, because if you were with the last episode, I spun that one, not only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated to be a manga that was written by Mari Tayo, 
all the way back in 2016, and it ended last year, 2019, I believe, or 2020. I can't, it doesn't exactly say. But it was published by Hakusensha, and it's released over here by Seven Seas. There are nine volumes, and it is a Senin comedy cooking ecchi romance school life manga that is titled Gal Gohan or Gyaru Gohan. So, to explain this manga is very simple. Our main character, Shinji Yaiba, is a home ec teacher who's He's been here a couple years, he's alright, he loves cooking, and he wants to show cooking towards other people, so he's deciding to create a home ec club where you can cook. And when he's still pondering this, a girl shows up, the biggest gyaru in school. Now, for those who don't know, gyaru, gangaroo girls, uh, however you want to pronounce it, are girls who dress kind of, they're the girls that dye their hair blonde, they dress really sluttily. Um, some people say that Gyaru style came from Pamela Anderson from Baywatch. So it's kind of a very just, it's a slutty style with super short skirts, super tight shirts, blonde hair, lots of earrings. And depending on the style, you could either have a lot of tanner or no tanner on you. You probably have some tanner. You tan your body a little bit. Anyway, so this girl shows up and she needs help. She showed up and she's not the brightest bulb in, in the school at all. But she says, listen, I need your help. The principal asked me to make cookies for the other students, because, or other teachers, because I'm failing every class possible. And I'm not doing good. So he figures if I bring cookies to the teachers, they'll let me pass. So he says, all right, fine. We'll see what happens. Come with me. Takes her to the home ec and they, room and they start cooking cookies. She ends up swapping out certain ingredients without realizing it. And she makes terrible cookies. Disgusting cookies. So Shinji's like, okay, listen. Uh, this was a horrible mistake. So here's what we're going to do. I am going to make some cookies for you. You come back later. And I'll give them to you. And you can give them to your teachers. And as he says this, she gets really depressed about this. Because she flashes back to... All the teachers who pretty much say, yeah, you're too stupid. You don't know how to do this. You're just a dumb bimbo. You you know what? Go away. We'll have someone else do this. You know, she's not smart enough or competent enough. So she's really depressed about this. And as she's walking away, Shinji gets a little bit of a... His conscience says, hey, dude, you just hurt this girl's feelings. So he's like, all right, listen. Stops. He stops her says, we'll try this again. I'll try to make a cookie that you even you you won't mess up. And so she actually, because he's so nice to her, she puts extra effort in the second batch. In the second batch, he says, this cookie, I thought about you because it's very similar to painting your nails. And you have really pretty nails. So I think this will work for them. And it's jam cookies, the or jammy dodgers. The cookies which have a little bit of jam in the middle. And so she makes these cookies and they're really good. And she's really happy about it. It's like, oh my god, I did this. Thank you so much, uh... Yabi-kun, or Yabichi, as she calls him. She doesn't even call him Mr. Yabi, because she at first doesn't realize he's a teacher. She treats him like he's a student. And he's like, here, here's your cookies. Have fun. So, end of the day, he goes. He puts up the sign. Cooking club. Members wanted. He's going to do his own cooking club. The next day, he has some members show up. And who shows up? That's right, the girl. Miku Okazaki. And she immediately hugs him, says, thank you so much. Thank you, Yabichi. 
there's they love the cookies and also it's really cool i can't wait to do this i can't wait to do it again we had so much fun last, yesterday and the students who are about to join the club hear this and they're like you know they hear oh we had so much fun yesterday and you're so great thank you he think they think they're screwing around so they slowly back away thinking oh this is some kind of sexy weird shit so we're gonna go and now he is stuck in a club with this girl who's super hot and dumb as a brick and he's gonna teach her how to cook and she is like she kind of makes fun of him flirts with him and he doesn't get the fact that she's like he's like oh you're making fun of me oh you're this but she's into him she's like really into him and he doesn't realize that he's kind of like blinders um but it's them working in this club making dishes and all the provocative images like the fact that she is wearing super slutty clothes super short skirts that when she falls over her panties show when she bends over her boobs show it's a lot of fan service like absurdly a large amount of fan service and uh, i could go over all of the things but it's essentially just the same joke over and over again they're going to cook a dish, uh, shenanigans occur with her boobs or whatnot, and then things go wrong and then it ends happy at the end. This is how the manga goes. Now, eventually, we do get a, we do get some actual plot, and uh, slight spoilers, since this is before Statue of Limitations, but the ending for this is intriguing, because the series is done in Japan, and the first couple volumes are rough. They're not rough, they're just really etchy. They're really pervy, that's what this is. However, the ending of this is a little wholesome. It does something that I would never have expected a series like this to do. What is it? I'm not going to spoil it, but it's not a bad series if you're going into it from that, but it is just very wash, rinse, repeat, look at her boobs, look at her boobs, look out, look how slutty she is, look how dumb she is, look at her fall over. Uh, look at the fact that she's wearing just an apron and, like, a bikini. Look at the fact that she's into him, but he doesn't get it. It's just the same jokes over and over and over and over and over again. Now, Mari Tayo, great artist, does a great job with everything, but she kind of embraces that Gyaru style a little too much. I think that she just does something weird with it, because she's a gal. And so, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I, I want to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. I try to defend it, but let's be honest. It is a fan service series. It's about fan service. It's what it's designed for. I mean, it's not... It's not like I can where crazy things are going on, but... <sighs> yeah. Um, let's just... Let's get out of the way. Plot, I like the main character. I like the fact that he is principled. I mean, yes, he's kind of oblivious to the fact that she's into him or he thinks that she's joking, but he keeps the line that she's my student. Even if someone's saying stuff, I'm not going to go for it. I'm not going to try to do something. He's smarter than that. And he is noble in that way. And I do like that. I mean, some people say, oh, you're stupid. You're not into her. and like, Or you're not going to do anything. It's like he's thinking about his job. And that's actually a really noble point of it. Because a lot of series would have him, oh, he's going to marry her and she's 16. And they're going to get married and live together. No, that's not what happens at all. And I do like that he does this. He doesn't do that. That he, he stays the course. But 
it is kind of really generic. It is just a really big etchy series. Um, it's not as pervy as some of the ones I've read, but it's 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 kind of close. So for that reason, I'm gonna give it a gift from your crazy aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. It's our middle of the ground. It's okay, but forgettable. It's decent series. Art is cool. Got a great ending, but getting there, it's boring. It really is. But Seven Seas picked it up, and they did a really good release of this. The art on the cover is nice, and it's got a decent amount of the volume on it. So you got to give it a plus there, but it's still just a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. It's okay, but forgettable. It's nothing really to write home about. Once I'm done with this, I'm going to forget about this. I'm never going to read it again. So that's my review. If you disagree with me or agree with me, you can email me at zanspirekin.com. Also, uh... You can just message me directly at Spirekin on Twitter. Uh, we are actually starting a Discord for Spirekin where we can talk about all the various mangas and whatnots we're talking about. I'll let you know about links and whatnot when we get to that point, but might be doing that. And finally, one more thing. If you want to help me out, go to tinyurl.com forward slash H-E-L-P-X-A-N. That'll take you to our app podcast iTunes link. If you go there, leave us a rating and a comment. It's kind of like putting a tip in the chip jar. and helps keep me motivated to keep doing this podcast that we've been doing since 2008. And I love doing this. And I'm not going to start charging for this podcast, but I may do something like do a premiere service. If you sign up, you'll get some extra bonus material, and I'll be releasing more videos content as well. But anyway, I digress. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. And now let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the manga. Yes, friends, the wheel of manga. Except no substitute. Now, what is the wheel of manga? The wheel of manga is the wheel of fortune with ten slots on it. And so, what I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the ten slots, and as we spin it. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that's associated to that spot is the one I review in the next episode, episode 368. We got some good titles on here and some that really excite me. Like one of them I've been wanting to review for a while, but it has not come up yet. And another one is one that I picked up from Vertical Booth a while ago. It's been sitting here and every time I spin for it, it never comes up. So let's spin and see what we're going to review, shall we? Number, whoa, okay, number nine. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I'm reviewing an oldie but goldie. A manga that Viz released a long time ago, and I still have the first volume for. One which is weird and trippy and strange and kind of cool at the same time. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Video Girl Eye. If you haven't heard about that series, it's one from when I started reading manga, so... Kind of excited for it. We're going to see how it is. If it's still as good as I remember it. So, anyway, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate doing this. I love doing this podcast. I love imparting manga tiles to you guys. Hope you guys get stuff out of it. Can't wait to talk to you guys again. And as usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you next time, and keep reading manga. See ya.